the Daily Dribble. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet, with a little Saturday night delight here. Joining me, Mr. Roe Hancock. How are you, my man? How are we going, Nick? I'm good. Oh, oh, how mate. are we going? Let's give oh. a little bit of context early in the episode here. It's been a uh, it's been a funny old afternoon slash evening. <laughs> we did have our oh, third no. compadre, Lee, here recording earlier on. Unfortunately, just after, at the conclusion of that episode, we've had quite a few technical difficulties this season, which mm-hmm. resulted in us kind of losing that episode, which, might I just say, was an absolute cracker. Um, so, unfortunately, he hasn't stuck around for the um, the redo. I don't blame him. Mate, like, absolutely. It, I mean, absolutely. We, we put in our best work early, but, you know, we ha- we're we getting a, um, an episode out, which we're, you Mate, know, so we you have and to I, do, we're, so... we're running the back-to-back here. So, just we shout are. out for everyone, you know, Ro and I putting in the hard yards, back-to-back here, recording what we just did. Yes. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm still feeling pretty electric. The no. energy is high in this room. You know, we are determined. We are the people's champions here. Determined <laughs> self-proclaimed. To yeah, self- yes. <laughs> I'd like to say it's proclaimed by the people, yeah, but it yep. is self-proclaimed. But nevertheless, um, you know, we certainly, you know, that's what it's all about. We kind of, we, you, you know, you mm. and I just off air, we were just talking about the words. Mm. If you haven't already checked out our episode last week with Dustin Schumacher, a.k.a. XL. Oh, lovely the, word, the words he said during that podcast, you know, just about, He's never met someone who's grinded hard mm. and hasn't won. Mm. That's what we're doing here today. Highly so inspirational. We are stoked to be here recording, getting an episode out. Massive week in basketball. So we've got a lot to digest today, yes, don't we, we Rose? We do. Absolutely. It's it's our favourite time of the year. Mate, playoffs. The playoffs. This week it's been the play-ins. Uh, we've had some incredible matchups, yes. some really exciting tussles that have occurred throughout the week. Mm. Um, so we're going to break down those a little bit, kind of discuss a couple of the key talking points out of them. And then look forward to what's uh, what's know, to come. Eight, eight very intriguing matchups for the playoffs. So certainly looking forward to doing that. Mm. All highly unpredictable as well. Absolutely, mate. I, I'm sure you and I will have a couple of debates in amongst that. We don't have our running mate Lee here no. to uh, fire back at us, but I'm sure you and I can uh, <laughs> throw a few curveballs at one Absolutely. another. Yep, guys. Before we get into it, a big thank you for all the continued support on our socials: Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Quick little mention on that, guys. You might have seen our post during the week. We are setting up, it's going to run till next Saturday, we'll mm. announce the winner, but we are running a little giveaway. Yeah, what do we got? What do we got? Mate, it has been a very exciting year for the Jack Jumpers, as we've alluded to numerous times. So we thought, what better way than to commemorate that by offering our listeners a very, very limited edition T-shirt here. Oh, better Ooh, there straighten we go. that yes. up for the camera. Yep. Guys, unbelievable stuff here. As we've said, the Jack Jumpers still... Still hope to make the playoffs. We're offering oh, yeah. an exclusive T-shirt there, as well as a little sample of our own Manscaped products. The old, uh, a new product there. Oh, okay. Which angle are we getting? Focus in there. <laughs> um, the lip balm from Manscaped, guys. Phenomenal products there. We'll do an ad read shortly, but yes. uh, not only do your balls have to stay sharp, your lips do as well. Nobody likes broken, chapped lips. So, guys, it's an incredible, incredible giveaway there. Be sure, easy. It's an easy one. All you have to do is subscribe Simple. to our YouTube channel. And tag three friends yep. in the posts that we'll make in the next couple of days. It'll be on Facebook. It'll be on Instagram. Pretty easy one, isn't it? I mean, easy one. A lot of our listeners are already subscribed to our YouTube, so all you have to do is tag three friends in the comments of those posts. As far as far as giveaways go, not much easier. So, no, no. yeah. Own a bit of history, I reckon. Uh, it is. Own a mm. bit of history. Potentially an NBL finalist in their mm. first season. Unbelievable scenes. Yes. And might I just make note, as mm. unlike our previous giveaways, this one... We do have a lot of fans around the globe, the yes. US, Canada. I think you and I, like, I think I tracked, we've expanded into 50 countries. We might be the in day, Zambia. Yeah, Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. Um, <laughs> guys, yes. this, this yep. competition is open globally. So if you're one of our foreign listeners, please get involved. We certainly appreciate it. Mm, absolutely. Oh, I love it. Excellent. Oh. Mate, as well, before we get into it, just a couple of quick shout outs to namely the Spotlight Sports Network, the cover. And, and, a, and a new one, a very exciting new one here, <laughs> Pop Culture Pros. So yep. all three of them across Australia and the US doing big things in helping up-and-coming content creators, podcasters, bloggers, writers kind of express themselves. So mm. super, super excited to be a part of those three networks doing big things. Be sure to check them out, guys. Absolutely, yep. And uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get into a couple of quick odds and ends. Rightio, what do we got? Now, these ones aren't going to be too foreign to you, seeing as we've run over them previously, Ro. But nevertheless, let's touch on a couple of quick yep. um, couple of quick coaching points here. Namely, Alvin Gentry, it's been announced by him. It's, oh. it's just so funny. It's so funny, this. The whole Sacramento Kings. Every time we speak about them, I laugh. 
But Alvin Gentry and the Kings, the Kings have let him know that they're going to be actively searching for a new coach, thus ending his interim role. Yep. Um, mate, how do you feel about this one? Oh, I mean, it's a long time coming, isn't it? Um, I'm about to put the coin in the in the jar, but they've been mediocre yes. um, for, for so long. And, you know, I think Alvin Gentry knew coming into this role as he, as the caretaker coach that he wouldn't be there long term yeah, unless they had a complete turnaround. Um, which he, wasn't the case. Which wasn't going to be the case. His days in Sacramento are numbered. Um, but the question now is, who takes over that role in Sacramento? It's not a role that I think many coaches would be actively putting their hand up. Um, I agree. I agree. It's, you know, it's certainly, and there seems to be more and more kind of, you know, I guess the natives are getting restless there in Sacramento. The fact is they have mm. gone without success for so long. And the fact is at the moment, they have a decent team. Yes, They've got some really quality players, you know, Sabonis, Fox, like Fox for as much as he gets bashed in the media. Mm. He's still a quality player in his own right. There is potential there. But they just need to live up to it. I think like, I heard I heard a stat throughout the week, and this said it all. I think the Seattle SuperSonics have won more <laughs> playoffs games in the last was it fifteen or sixteen years in Sacramento. Now it's, it's disgusting. Come on, it is disgusting when you put it that way. Yes, it and is. it just puts into context. Oh, we don't. <laughs> it, just, it puts into context how mediocre they have been. Yes. Um, yep. You know, Ro, what do you think? Just quickly, what do you mm. think their ceiling is next season? They get a coach who can hopefully bring. A defensive identity. Mm. Could they? Like, are they a play in team? Are they a playoff team? Like, oh. if, if they, everything clicks, everything you... clicks and everything goes perfectly. Yeah. I mean, they might be pushing on a playoff spot. That's, a playoff but, spot. but that, but that is everything going to plan. Which I think, I, I, I don't envisage it happening. Yeah. Um, particularly what they've done, getting rid of Tyrese Halliburton. Who? That's I, a big one. Who I think was their way forward and their way out of the darkness. And for Tyrese Halliburton to be dished off as disrespectfully as he was, yes. now they're sitting in an even worse position, no direction. De'Aaron Fox, I don't think De'Aaron Fox wants to be there. Um, I don't think anyone wants to be I don't think anyone there. necessarily yeah. wants to be there. So it's not like it's not a destination place. No. And the problem is, as opposed to say someone like somewhere like Detroit, that likewise mm. isn't a destination, mm. you know, franchise. They've rebuilt. They've actively tried to tank, actively tried to rebuild. And yep. congratulations to them. And they've got Cade Cunningham for their purposes, Sadiq Bay. Yep. Whereas it feels as if the Kings have try, tried to kind of keep afloat with a poor team. Mm. And they're just middling, not going anywhere. They're not getting the draft picks. They're not getting, you know, they're not making playoff noise at all. No. Um, I would hate to be a Sacramento Kings fan. I feel like it's every first or second week we mention this, but it's uh, it's going to be a long, 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 long road back for them. And I know, I mean, it's not like one of these teams, uh, one of these coaches, sorry, who are looking to go to Los Angeles Lakers, for example. You go into LA, you go into a big market team. Yep, the bright lights. At the moment, you've got LeBron and AD there. Yep. Even if they've had a poor season, you'd probably be attracted at the idea of going there. Well, let's segue that maybe. Yep. Sorry to cut you off. Let's mm-hmm. segue that into the fact that Frank Vogel's time it's been announced that his time with LA, with the Lakers, yes. is coming to an end. Mm. Do you think he could potentially be an option to take over that Kings role? Well, yes, I do. Because do? I, I, I think he's still very interested in the coaching aspect of it. Oh, absolutely. And he's a coach who, I know they had handy players in there, very handy players in the championship year, but he's a coach who, um, you know, can sort of turn it around a little bit for them. Um you know, there's other coaches on the market at the moment, like Quinn Snyder, who, yep. even though he hasn't officially been um, fired from that jazz spot, I mean, all signs are pointing towards him leaving. He's on a, he's walking a very, very tight rope at the he moment, is. isn't he? He is. And he wouldn't want to look down. Guys like, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Guys like Mark Jackson as well. Yep. He's, he's sort of up for grabs. Mark Jackson's a smart man. I don't think he's anything. He's not interested in going. If to you've Sacramento, got half his brain, you yeah. don't want to go to Sacramento. Absolutely not. Potentially, I think odds on favorite, one of the odds on favorite for the Lakers role, Jackson there. Yeah, is he, he would. Yeah, I think he is. Yep. Tell you and what. I think LeBron's interested in him coming to the Lakers as well. But uh, yeah, a, there's a few. Be an interesting little uh, little period with the coaches. A few handy not? coaches up for grabs. Yeah, for sure. Well, a very handy coach in his own right. Monty Williams, during the week, mm. he was named as the coach of the year as voted by his peers. Now, yeah, so. consecutive years, back to back for Williams there. And, you know, credit where credit's due. He has been fantastic and really, you know, along with Chris Paul, along with Devin Booker's kind mm. of ascension, you know, he has been a key, key cog in turning this franchise into, you know, a perennial underachiever mm. to one of, if not the title favourites at the moment. Yeah, uh, far and away. Yep. They've got a big, big next month or two coming up, you know, but, um, you know, hats off to him. The way he, like we saw clips last season as they went down to the Bucks, mm. like the respect he has gained 
with not only his teammates, the respect he's gained around the league. He is one of probably the, the most sought-after pieces, most sought-after coaches and one of the most likable coaches within the league. Yeah, because at the end of the day, Monty Williams is obviously a highly respected coach, but he's also a highly liked coach and he's a people person, which I think at the end of the day, I think the best coaches have that combination. Um, If you're missing one or the other, I don't think you're going to reach your full potential as a team. Absolutely. But uh, Monty Williams, well-deserved. I think Coach of the Year awards due very shortly as well. I tell you what, they are such a well-oiled machine at the minute and even given the kind of the you know, behind the scenes turmoil they had going into the season, Robert Sarver there and all mm. the little misdemeanors and whatnot. Mm. They've really just gone about their business in such a methodical way and the level they're playing at, like I, I can't wait to see what they can achieve. And especially I'm kind of excited as a Lakers mm. fan, given they're, <laughs> they're out of the running, they're gone. Goodbye. See you later. Yep. Done. The end. The Lakers stink. There we go. That Better one. late than never, yeah. Stephen. <laughs> thanks, thanks, my man. I, I, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I saw you go for the button. I was like, yeah, brilliant. And <laughs> rightly so. You rightly so. Well, but yes. I did. They, they stink. So, but as now an impartial fan, a fan of the league, it's kind of exciting to actually go about this with no kind of ties to teams. There's certainly teams I'm looking at going into the playoffs I'm excited for yep. and kind of somewhat barracking for. But I can enjoy it as a fan. And one of the teams as it's a nice. fan I'm most excited for is, is the Phoenix Suns. Mm. It's going to mm. be wicked. Yeah, I think uh, I think there'd be a fair few people in the same boat, to be honest, particularly if their team isn't playing in the playoffs this year. The Phoenix Suns are just one of those very likable teams. And you know what moment, just on that likable, mm. and I was about to use that word as well, that sticks out, that, that clip last season, Devin Booker, where he was mm. kind of just soaking it all in after they'd just lost. Mm. Damn. Damn. And that's what he said. You could see him mouth it. You could see it all play out. And just that moment kind of made me think, oh, you know, that's what it means. But the look in his eyes was like, I'm going to be back here. This isn't the last time. And it kind of, for me, really um, got me excited yeah. to be a part of the Suns' journey. Yeah. So big things coming there. But congratulations, mm. nevertheless, to Monty Williams. Um, just quickly, quick shout out for a guy who now officially, after today's results, going to the playoffs, Trey Young. Ice. Oh. Ice in the veins. Trigger Trey. Yep. He has become the first player in history to lead the league in scoring and assists in not only the NBA, but also Division One college ball. Phenomenal, phenomenal achievement for a guy who is really, uh, it's looking pretty likely that he's going to make an all-NBA team now. Mm. Like he is he becoming one of the quickest rising stars in the league. Yep. And one of the faces of the league. And his season's gone under the radar as well, hasn't it? Oh, it it? has. Just due to the fact that Atlanta Hawks, for the majority of the season, have been sort of down towards the bottom of the standings or at least the bottom eight. Yep. And, um, you know, the fact of the matter is he's had an incredible season regardless of how Atlanta have been going. Without a doubt. Ah, Jesus. I tell you what, without him, they would have been in trouble this season. They they (laughs) kind of fell fell well short of everyone's expectations, ours included. Yep. But he has been a huge, huge part as to why... You know, today, I think it was, he dropped 38 points and eight rebounds. Don't quite quote me on it, but around that mark. Yep. yep. But a huge part as to why they are in the playoffs again. Oh, so, he's, he's so fun to watch. He's a guy who gets bums on seats. He does. And uh, we'll, we'll break down that upcoming series mm-hmm. with the Heat soon. Looking forward mm-hmm. to that. Yep. It's going to be very exciting. Very Mate, let's go ahead to the NBL odds and ends real quickly. Yes. Big news coming out from the New Zealand Breakers camp during the week, or during the last 24 hours mm-hmm. or so. Recent. Yanni Wetzel who has been an absolutely shining light for them. He is part of ways with the franchise. We'll be joining the Spanish Euroleague team, Basconia. Yes. Mate, he's the sixth leading scorer in the Mm. league based on points per game, putting up 17 and a half points along with eight rebounds. Mm. Second year in the league, came over from the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix last season. Yep. Big, big blow to the breakers. Now, what he's doing is kind of slid under the radar just for, you know, the breakers have had a pretty ordinary season. Yeah, um, mediocre. <laughs> yes, yep. mediocre indeed. But uh, he he's been fantastic, and certainly hope he does well over there in the Euro League. Oh yeah, I mean all the best to him. But at the end of the day, like it's a huge loss for not only the Breakers, but it's a huge loss for the NBL as well. Absolutely. Like these these uh, he's been a more than serviceable player for New Zealand Breakers this year, and he was a guy who I thought if he stuck around could be like one of the faces of the league going be. forward. He could well have been, and especially on that Breakers franchise, there was all the room there for him to really. Mm assert his dominance yeah, yeah. and kind of become one of those premier players in the league, which he has started to do. But, um, you know, good luck to him. Yes. The, the Euro League, it's, uh, you know, 
arguably one of the biggest leagues behind in the world behind the NBA. Mm. I would make a case for the NBL. But yes. nevertheless, we wish him all the best there. It's been a phenomenal season. Speaking of the breakers, mm. they went down last night to our Jack Jumpers, 88 to 86. So there it is. Rep it hard, Roy, on the, uh, on the visual there, the jumper <laughs> yes. there. Tell you what, quality make those jumpers. How just, good are uh, they? Just a quick little... Like, mate, big shout-out to the merch merchandising the um, suppliers. Committee there. Yeah, <laughs> no, fair play. But massive win last night. Rob Lowe had a huge game for the breakers, 27.7 rebounds. Mm. But our man, Joshy Adams, 23 oh. points. Tell you what, this was some game, a real back and forth tussle. My heart was in my mouth. But, um, you know, the the Jack Jumpers got over the line late in the fourth and just kind of held on. And it keeps their finals hopes alive. Which is the main thing. Mate, we are about two hours at the time of recording, two hours out Mm. from the Cairns Taipans playing the Perth Wildcats. Massive game, huge potentially playoff ramifications on the line. Mm. You and I have got our fingers crossed that the (laughs) Taipans can pull off a big, big upset, big boil over in this one. Yep. Like that, we are certainly in contention here for a playoff berth. First year. Yeah, we're just knocking, knocking on the door of Perth, who, geez, I'll tell you what, for a team with as high in talent as Perth have, to be sitting at fourth with a risk Mate, of falling out of that top four. I thought that'd be runaway. Yeah, so did I. I thought that'd be one, two spot easy. Top three, yeah. Melbourne United, Sydney Kings. Shout out to the boys at Fifth and Dribble. I know they would love that. Yes. And the Illawarra Hawks, they are rock solid. They are yeah, in there. Yeah. Thanks for coming. But the... The Wildcats and Jack Jumpers are in a real, real battle now. Real so we're uh, we're going to get this one wrapped up and eagerly looking forward to seeing how that one plays yes, out. So a yep. uh, couple of games to go, big things to look forward to. This time next week when we record, we'll hopefully have a little more clarity about what's going on there. Yep. The, the playoff picture will probably be set and hopefully we will be singing the Jack Jumpers praises. <laughs> but um, guys, whatever happens from here on out, Phenomenal, phenomenal season. So Indeed. be sure to em- enter our competition to get a hold of that exclusive Jack Jumpers <laughs> merch. Oh, wouldn't you? Beautiful. Mate, let's move ahead. Daily Dribble. Fantastic. So what we're going to do here, I'm going to rip through the playing results. Yep. And you and I, we're just going to say whatever comes to mind. Which mm-hmm. games stood out, which moments stood out, any players, any performances, mm-hmm. anything that stood out for us. And then we'll move ahead to our playoff uh, predictions. Lovely. Go for it. So the first game, the playing started with the Brooklyn Nets against Cleveland Cavaliers. The Nets are winning this one 115 to 108. was followed up during the day with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Beating the Clippers 109 to 104. Uh, the Hawks then defeated the Hornets 132 to 103, backed up by the Pelicans defeating the Spurs 113 to 103. Couple of big games today. These were the games Huge. on today. Competing for that eighth spot, the Cleveland Cavaliers went down to the Atlanta Hawks 107 to 101. And then in what was an incredible game, the Pelicans. The Pelicans defeated Who the would Clippers. Have thought? 105 to 101 without Paul George, who went into yes, COVID protocols yeah. earlier today. So a big loss there for them. But, mate, just just quickly, I want to hear your thoughts on any mm. of these moments, any of these games that stood out. It's a, sh- it's a shame Lee's not here because oh. in our previous episode we just recorded, we got into a massive debate. We loved it. Just in regards to the uh, that game there with the, uh, the Clippers and the Timberwolves. Now. The Timberwolves. The Timberwolves. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the Timberwolves. This is unbelievable. The, the um, and it's, it's so it's okay. Okay, hold, yeah, on, you, hold you on. You take it. Let, let's just preface this by saying, well done to the Timberwolves. Well done to the Timberwolves. Abs- we are not taking anything away from what Ab- they've achieved. Absolutely incredible achievement that have made it into the playoffs, and particularly after being a team for for so long that hasn't had much success at all, and probably since the Kevin KJ's. Garnett days, yep. which is saying something. It just feels like a lifetime ago. It now, does. the celebrations, Nick. That's, mate, the celebrations. Now, you can't tell me, like, okay. Now. Because they, they've been poor for so long. So yeah. you could argue that getting into the playoffs as the, you know, as the eighth seed or the seventh seed as it was, mm. is a job well done. Oh, absolutely. With, which it is to a certain extent, but the absolute tomfoolery that took place <laughs> after the game, Pat Bev jumping on the announcer's table, oh. pulling off his shirt, waving it around, throwing it into the crowd, the tears, just the absolute <laughs> scenes that took place. Yes. It was befitting of a championship win. It was. It, oh, was. it was befitting of a championship win and not mm. making it as a seven seed. Yeah. And, and it was just highly, highly amusing because I shudder to think if by the grace of God and some miracle happens and yes. they somehow win a championship. How imagine, will they react? Imagine what would happen. Oh, it'd be. This would be off the absolute dial, dialed <laughs> like broken. Yeah. Like it was incredible seeing this all play out. And, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. That, the, the, uh, in the original episode, Lee, look. His rebuttal was that it does mean a lot to the Timberwolves. And it, and it does mean a lot to the Timberwolves. At the end of the day, like, they've made, they've made it into the play, uh, the playoffs, which is, a, which is a great achievement for them after having no success. But you cannot admit that yeah. those celebrations after the game were not funny. They were, they not were hilarious. They were just something else. And to be honest, that's probably one of the most over the top, over the top celebrations I've seen in a long time, guys. If you haven't seen it, just look up on YouTube, Timberwolf celebrations yes. over the Clippers. I reckon you'll find videos upon videos of it. Um, tell you what, incredible game this one. They really yeah, kind of got out of jail. But Carl Anthony Towns, he had had, had an absolute stinker, mm. eleven points, three of eleven from the field, and then fouled out. It was really um, this one that you know Paul George dropped thirty four points, seven rebounds, five assists, mm. but it was D'Lo. Eli. 29 points, yep. five rebounds, six assists, and Anthony Edwards with 30 points, who really steered this ship home. Yep. And they they were down. Once Cap fouled out, they were down. And I like I had it on at work. Mm. And I thought, oh, this one's this one's over. The this, Clippers, yeah. the Clippers are on here. Yeah. Um, it makes it even worse thing to say bowed out today to the Pelicans. Yeah, yeah. But at that point, it seemed as if the switch kind of flipped and they became more of a team, team-based offense. They weren't trying to look for Cat as much. You know, it was kind of Edwards and Russell who did mm. the damage, mm. but the ball was just popping around a lot more. Isn't it funny how that happens? That like you, you take out your main option on offense, even yep. though they've got a few really good offensive options. Cat is the main offensive option. Oh yes, and once he goes down, they sort of almost to a certain extent become a little bit more unpredictable. Oh, we're not was. just we're not just going to 100%. chuck it into the post to Cat. Um, and yeah. I mean, Anthony Edwards, I'm so impressed with that guy. Like He's, he's wicked. He stood up He's massively. a bowler. He's oh. so, so fun to watch. And he's certainly, I tell you what, in the playoffs, it is going to be wicked. So we'll yep. talk about that matchup between the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. But I tell you what, two young studs in Ja Morant and Anthony Edwards oh. going up against each other. You can't Ooh, get any better than that. Let's go. Just quickly moving ahead to other games there. Now, mm-hmm. he's not here to defend his team. <laughs> but the Hawks and Hornets. The Hawks, as I said, won, won that one 132 to 103. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about this? If you're a Hornets fan, mm-hmm. you know, you've you've bowed out. You've bowed out in the 9-10 game. And bowed out in a bad way as in, well. In pretty brutal fashion. Yeah. That third quarter, they lost 42 to 24. You know, that was yep. effectively game over. Um, have have the Hornets under-delivered this season? Well, I've, I've always, well, so far this season, I've said that I was sort of expecting them to be around the nine mark, okay. maybe not eight, nine, ten mark. Yep. And so if I'm going off that, they've probably met ex- my personal expectations. From Lee's perspective, who's a Charlotte Hornets fan, he wasn't happy. He expected them to make the playoffs. And to be honest, I think a lot of people probably did. With their off season acquisitions, you know, they brought in Ubre, they bought in. You know, Montrezl Harrell mm. in the trade deadline. They yep. made they made some big moves here. Uh, I think they've fallen flat. Mm. I think they've mm. fallen flat. And it's the, the big point. It's something we've clamoured for for so long now and something they didn't address really. They brought in Harrell, but more as that, that bench guy, mm. as that spark plug off the bench, should I say. Mm. They haven't addressed their centre needs enough. It's the big issue. It's you a know, huge issue. There is names out in the market that have been tied to them, you know. Mm. Probably Miles Turner being the biggest one of that. Yeah. Um, but there's plenty of names out there. They really need to shore up that centre centre spot because, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's just a, not cutting it. It's a glaring weakness. And it's, it's probably where they fall apart. Going forward, it's going to continue to be the, I guess, the position that they're going to get found out in. Um, it happened last year. The exact same thing happened. They got belted with the chance to make the playoffs. This year, same thing happened. You know, you, you at some point, if you're yeah. the Hornets, you got to learn from your mistakes and, um, I think over the off season they would have to be looking intensely. Be, something has to be addressed. Yes, something yeah. has to be addressed in quickly because they're a team now that is starting to. They're not start like they've kind of starting to transition out, out of that underdog mm. rebuilding scene into like a Grizzlies, like a young team on the rise that should be contending to a certain extent, especially yep. in the next year or two. Yeah, but you know if things continue the way they are, that big glaring hole. Mm. It undoes all the good work that players like Terry Rozier, Lamelo Ball, Hayward, when he's playing, all the good work mm. that they do, because it is like it's such a crucial part of the game. And at the end of the day, there's no point being one of these Showtime teams who, you know, can have you know a number of highlights on any Absolutely. given night. And when it comes to the important part of the season, where you actually have to stand up, and those highlight plays don't necessarily matter, it, it, it just counts counts for nothing. So, you know, I think they need to have a good hard look at themselves over this off season. Um, because they've got 
some really big areas to address, I think. 100%. Just quickly, a big shout-out. I just want to give a shout-out to a team. They went down earlier today. They mm. went down 107 to 101, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, this is sad. The feel-good story of this season. Pretty sad. Despite their loss today, they went down to the Nets the other day, which in which they played without Jared Allen. Mm. He came back today, and they really were looking the business. Through the first yep. two two quarters, two and a half quarters, mm. like they looked awesome. The Hawks got over the top. Big second half there from Trey Young. Mm. Unbelievable. Ice in the veins. Oh. But you want to give a shout-out to the Cavs because they mm. have been nothing short of extraordinary this season. Many people's probably 15th-seeded team. Um, you know, yeah, they were contending yeah. for a big chunk of the season for home court advantage. And, you know, bar quite significant injuries to Rubio, mm. to Garland in crucial points, Jared Allen, you know, they could have been right up there in the mix and probably deserved a guaranteed playoff spot. I mean, we'll get to our season gradings after the season's actually fully completed. But I tell you what, they're going to be getting a very good mark from me. They've, Absolutely. They've just over-exceeded by that that much. It's not funny. So fun. Yeah. So, so fun. And it's the first time really that since without LeBron that they're being relevant. Mm. People mm. have cared about what they're doing. They're getting eyes yep. on. And might I just say, like, he is not only one of the best young point guards in the league, but Darius mm. Garland, period, one of the best point guards. He really is. He's taken his game to – it's gone through the stratosphere, really, like at the end of the day. He's gone from being a guy who – Oh, was Colin Sexton or... Um, Colin Sexton? Yeah. Or, gets a or, flick now. You know, Sexton or Garland. Garland yeah. just made that into an absolute joke. Isn't it, it incredible that? Oh, Isn't it, it incredible that? Going into the season, we were like, how are they going to coexist? Can one, you know, probably more likely Garland play that number two role? Yeah, yep. uh, How's it all going to fit? But Garland has absolutely taken the ball and run with it. All-star this season, you know, he's probably not going to make it, but borderline All-NBA player, yeah, yeah. you know, he is phenomenal. Oh, he's great. He's the star of that franchise. And you put him alongside Mobley, mm. Jared Allen, mm. you know, even Karis LeVert now is young enough. Yeah. Part of that core moving forward. Mm. Oh, oh, it's, it's so exciting. If you're a Cavs fan, you're, you're over the moon with this year. Just touching on uh, Colin Sexton very Please. quickly. Like, to think that Colin Sexton hasn't played a game this season, oh. we don't think, even though it's not confirmed, we don't think he'll be there next year. Yeah. And to think that he still provides value. Um, He's a huge chip for them. Yeah, he is. So they the Cavs can essentially chuck him out to other teams as a bit yeah. of bait. Yeah. And see what they get in return. But I, I think they'll get some very handy pieces or a handy piece in return to Colin Sexton. I agree. I think his value, it's certainly not as high as it was at his peak, mm. but there's still enough value there to, you know, pair a piece. Like this team is pretty well rounded going forward. They're it pretty is. well rounded. They've got a good mix of youth, quality ball handling. Mm. They've got some experience if they were to keep Rondo, to keep Kevin Love, who mm. I tell you what, oh. He, I know he's. Pro, it's going to be hero, you would imagine, but he's been gaining quite a lot of sixth man of the year talk. Kevin oh. Love, he has been incredible for a guy that was pretty, like, pretty much actively trying to get off this team at points last season. Well, he's trying to get off the team, but you sort of got the feeling also that his career was coming to a very oh. qu- quick conclusion as well. How good has he like, been though? He's been unbelievable. Not he's only been... his leadership, but his ability on the boards, which yeah. you know it's always been known he's great on that side of the mm. game. But his stroke from outside as well. And just Such his IQ, weapon. like oh. his IQ as a guy who's been there, done that. Now he's with a young core, and he's sort of putting that IQ to yeah. you know full use, isn't he? So yeah, he's been he's been great. And the Cavs overall, um, even though they've bowed out, uh, they've just had such an incredible season. Absolutely, mm. mate, love it. Looking forward to seeing what they can achieve next season. Mm. Planes, I tell you what, they have been super super exciting, but it leads us to a more exciting part of the season, the playoffs. But before that, probably something that could arguably be even more exciting. <laughs> yes. Our Manscaped ad read. Now, guys, oh, as man. we said, we have been hooked up <laughs> with some new products from Manscaped. I just want to illustrate this one here. Mm. This is the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. Unbelievable stuff. Now, can I just say, Manscaped, love what they're doing. This month is yep. Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. Good boy. I got, got it right. It I got it right, you little beauty. <laughs> now, a big part of what Manscaped does and do, continue yes. to do, is yep. focus on ball, on the balls. Yep. On Huge, ball and the balls. Yep. On, they are on the ball yep. and focusing on the balls. A key part, you know, keeping grooming, keeping cleanliness, keeping the smell and appearance, oh. everything to do with balls yep. up to scratch. Absolutely. Yep. But we've changed our tune. Not <laughs> only is it what's downstairs that's important, yep. it's about what's upstairs too. For sure. You both are, you both and I. You and I both have pretty good crops of hair here on yep. top, don't we? Uh, yeah, know, I mean... Somewhat, you could argue, the hairline's slight, starting to recede somewhat. Slightly receding, Nick, but, but let's, that's okay. let's go past that, yes. But the key part is that it looks 
and smells great. And now mm. with the Manscaped two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, your hair can smell and look as fresh as our does. Mm. How does it? How though? Bro, that link right there, my man. Just there. Dribble twenty. Just there. Dribble twenty. Manscaped.com.au. Use our code Dribble twenty to get twenty percent off and free shipping. Yes. Here you go, my man. Quick question mm. for you. Mm. Go for it. Walking down the street. Mm. When you look at someone, what's the first thing you notice? Hair. Put it there. Well Put it there, well my man. A lot of people say smile. A lot of people say eyes, but they are wrong. No. It is the hair. You're looking at the hair. It is looking down at the hair. Now you and I, you know, we spoke about off air. You mm. and I have been getting quite a few looks from uh, from bystanders of mm. both the both genders. Um, so you know, it's not not <laughs> yes, exclusive yes, there, but yeah. we've been getting a few looks. And each time I see someone looking at me, we're not we're not connecting eyes. No, it's they're the looking hair. straight at the hair. It is. So it guys, is. if you want to get those looks and feel feel and look as fresh as we do. Use that code. We keep saying it. Triple twenty manscaped.com.au. Not only, not only can you rig yourself up with the hair products, guys. Go the full kit and caboodle. Get your balls looking as fresh as ours too. Yes, I, 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 I wish I had the flexibility to reach down and smell because I know mine are smelling <laughs> pretty funky fresh at the moment. Yes, oh, I cannot speak. What are you going to bust out a couple of ribs? Isn't uh, that the key to it? Yeah, it is the key, yeah. but that's we going, won't do that. That's going to a far extent, but guys, yes. We won't go that far, but use our code dribble20manscaped.com.au. Thank you for your continued support, Manscaped. Beautiful Good stuff. Imagine that, busting a couple of ribs. Like, Jesus. Aren't they one of those, just quickly, I digress slightly, yeah. but I'm pretty sure the ribs are one of those like bones that never actually heal properly when you break them. Is that right? Sounds about I think, right. I think they kind of get stronger each time. Like, so wanna... I'm pretty sure like boxers, they like do training to like break their ribs. So yeah. they like, when they re- like, they come back stronger each time. We can ask Mike Tyson on next week's app, I guess. Absolutely. There yep. you go. How's that for a fun fact? Just quickly, <laughs> one of my favourite movies. I've, I've gone completely down the yeah, rabbit hole here. Sort of... Never Back Down. Yep. You seen that one? Hugely, yep. And features at the moment, heavily in the news, Amber Heard in a big scandal at the minute mm. with Johnny Depp. Let's not get into that, yeah, but, she's, but she's an awful human. She's an awful human. I tell you what, I was hoping in the old Never Back Down, she'd cop the old roundhouse kick to the yes. head. But uh, neither here nor there. Let's move ahead, Ro. Daily dribble. Oh, keep me on my <laughs> no, toes. Keep you on your toes. I didn't know if you were going to get there. <laughs> oh, my Double heart my man. Beautiful. Guys, as always, everything we do, we love hearing from you guys. Yep. The listeners make this show. Absolutely. We cannot thank you enough for all your continued support. We love having debates, having, you know, conversations with you guys out there. Mm. And this week in this segment's no different. Yes. We are about to rattle through our playoff predictions for the East and West. Hit us up. Hit us mm. up on our socials, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Start a conversation with us. We'll put up some posts during the week. Let us know here where we went right, where we went wrong. Do you have our backs or are you against us on these picks? Let us know. We can take it. So have at us, guys. We love it. Let's get into it, though, my man. Let's Mm. get into the Western Conference. Oh, here we go. Let's start. I mean, where do we even start? start? There's just too many, too many really good matchups. Tantalizing matchups. Let's start with the the number one seed, the Phoenix Suns playing the Pelicans. Mm. Mm. Mate, let's we'll just chew the fat here. We'll talk about how many games you think it'll go. Who's your predicted winner for this one? Yeah, I mean, a predicted winner. Yeah, it sounds very sort of predictable, <laughs> even though it's an unpredictable playoff series. But <laughs> I think I think the Phoenix Suns in four for mine. Um, you yeah. know, they're, they're a team for the majority of the season have been the best team, um, and mm-hmm. they've they they haven't shown me anything to sort of suggest that they won't take that into the playoffs. It's almost felt as if they've been in cruise control a little bit. Hey, they have like, been. especially the back half of the season. Once they really flex their muscle and they put a gap between yep. that first and second seed, as they were still winning games, but they just looked, they looked just so comfortable in but, everything they do. They were preserving themselves to yep. a certain extent, but um, they're coming up against now. We know the new Orleans Pelicans who, you know, I, I like them offensively. Like mm-hmm. CJ McCullum and Brandon Ingram in yep. particular are guys who I will tune into any Pelicans game to watch those two Max. guys play. Big time. But I think in a playoff setting, uh, particularly after ye- the year that they've had, and I guess the Pelicans have just just sneaked in by the skin of their teeth. Yeah. Um, I think the Suns in four for mine. Fair play to them because they started mm. the season one and 12, the Pelicans. And for all intensive purposes, I know, I think like all of us and many pundits out there yeah. had written them off. Like their season was effectively over. In all sorts of trouble. In all sorts of trouble. Yep. And it was, they were looking destined for that, that bottom, bottom seed in the yeah. conference. Um, You know, hats off to them. They've made it. They are in the playoffs and they've started to look like they could pose a threat. Mm. To a couple of teams, but not the Suns. Not the Suns. If, if yeah. any other team they were coming up against, you'd expect them to maybe make it a bit of a series. Mm. 
I've got this one in five. Mm. I think yep. with that offensive talent and CJ and Ingram, Valentunas as well, I think they're good enough to get one game. Yep. That being said, I don't think it's going to be a close series. I reckon a few of these games will be blowouts. I think the Suns will probably, you know, win the first couple and maybe take their foot off the pedal for one game, which, yep. which the you know, the Pelicans will get a hold of. But uh, I think the Suns will be too good in this one. Suns in five. Barrow, Suns in four. Suns in four for They me. just look too good. They do. They look yeah, too good. They I mean, are so... it, would, it would take a very ballsy person to go against the Suns in pretty much any series. Yeah, you would. It's juicy odds. If you're a Pelicans fan... Oh. Shout out to Nick Drew. Not I, I know you, good good mate of mine. He's a big Pelicans fan. Yes, and uh, he's all aboard the horse. You know he's uh, right it. there. So you know a bit of a punter in his own right. Yes, um, I wouldn't advise getting on the Pelicans, but I, I hope <laughs> for your sake, mate, that they do all right. Yeah, absolutely. big stuff there. Let's move ahead to the Warriors and Nuggets. The two verse uh, six seed there. Mm. Oh no, two verse seven. Should I say? Hold on. I've lost the plot. I think they might be three, three versus They're six. They're three because yeah. the Warriors were two for so long. Yeah, I've, I've were, just lost the were. plot there. No. The three and six matchup there, mate, I've got the Warriors winning this one 4-2. Mm. Uh, I just think they've got too much firepower, Yeah. especially with the news coming out that it doesn't look as if Michael Porter Jr. or Jamal Murray will no. return. No. For as good as Jokic is, potentially a back-to-back MVP, you know, when you're coming up, arguably still in the back end of their dynasty mm. phase, yep. like this team's too good, the Warriors, I think. Just far too good, I think. You you nailed it on the head, like particularly given the fact that Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray are still out, have been for the majority or have been, yeah, for yeah. all of this season for Jamal Murray. Um, you know, Nicole Jokic has been heroic this season. There's yes. no doubt about that. I'm expecting him to bring that into the playoffs against a Golden State Warriors lineup that doesn't have a you know, a solid big man who can oh. who can stop him. So I'm I'm expecting his individual performance to to continue. But yeah, I think the Warriors in six as well. It's so hard because yeah. it, like he's running mates of Will Barton, Aaron Gordon. You know, Bones Highland mm. as impressive as mm. he's been off the bench. Like that, it's just not it. You know, it's the thing just is, not though, it. The thing is with that is Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins are really good defensively players. So yeah. I think Nikola Jokic has you know, backup options if he doesn't fire, which I'm expecting him to do, will be guarded heavily well, by you, those blokes as well. Mate, so you let him put up 45, 12 and 11, big yeah. triple double, 45 points, doesn't matter. Does not matter. Like you're going to have to get probably another 70 points most games, mm. 70 to 75 points out of all these other players. And it just doesn't seem likely. And you're coming up against a Golden State Warriors squad, which I guess has gotten healthy at the right time of the year. It's been a it's been a disruptive year, fair to say, for the Golden State Warriors. Oh, are they being slept on? You know, uh, as a like one of I know going into the season, mm. I think my title favorite they might have been mm. my pick. Mm. I would have to check the tape. But a team that maybe could have injuries, they've slid down, they've slid to third. If, and people are almost yeah. kind of underrating how good they are. I'll tell you what, if people are sleeping on them, they better wake up very quickly because they're going to big cause havoc. I, I, I'm sort of expecting them to make the Western Conference um, finals this year. To be honest, I think the key cog in that is Wiggins mm. because mm. Play, um, All-Star Wiggins. All-Star yeah. Wiggins, I was about to say. First time All-Star, Andrew Wiggins. Yep. Since he got the nod in that regard, he's been pretty poor, mm. pretty poor. And I think mm. a lot of what they do will rely on him. Having someone with like the attention's going to be on Curry, it's going to be on Clay, pull off the bench, you know, Draymond mm. just making the plays. Like Wiggins is going to get his opportunities. He will. He's just going to make the most of them. So uh, very interested to see how that one plays out. Just, but I, just quickly, Nick, yeah. just before we move on, I, I thought I'd mention this stat because oh, it sort of adds it, it adds something to this series. Yes. So throughout the course of the year, the Nuggets have won three out of four games against the Golden State Warriors. And for the majority of those games, I think maybe for three of those games, Steph Curry was playing. So it's not like that. Yes, that the they've Denver, just run over the yeah. top of a weak team. So yep. that's, that's interesting. I think I think the fact that they've won, the Nuggets have won three out of four in the regular season against the Warriors shows to me that mentally they're going to they're give themselves a shot. Yeah. But, so so yeah. you've got, you got Warriors in six. Warriors in six still. They're good but, enough for two, aren't they? Jokic is good enough for mm, two. Yeah. I don't think any more, any less. Yeah, I, th- I think that's fair. Brilliant. Yeah. Let's move ahead, mate. Let's go to the Dallas Mavericks. And the Utah Jazz. Just mm. quickly speaking to the Mavs, mm. guys, if you haven't already checked it out, check out our episode last week. Rowan and I speaking to the man, the myth, the legend himself, Dustin Schumacher, a.k.a. XL, came out with the hit song, Luca Magic. Oh. Mate, he dropped some absolute pearls of wisdom. Such, he did. Just quickly, like on a serious note, such a phenomenal human being to talk to. Yep. Great um, just such a down-to-earth guy. What he's doing in the music landscape is fantastic. 
the insight and wisdom he passed on to us as you know up and coming content creators, neck, you know, second to none. Yeah, um, couldn't agree and, more. And you know, just just an unreal guy. We were talking about all week out what a great experience it was. So if you haven't already checked it out, guys, please go back and do so. Um, and you know, check out everything he's doing. Yeah, it's awesome. Please we do. love it. Please do. Shout out to him. Brilliant. Uh, Mavs and Jazz. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, it's tough, isn't it? Because Luka Doncic, he's been ruled out of game one, very unlikely for game two as well. Yep. Um, so, I mean, if Luka Doncic was playing, I'd probably almost have the Mavs in four. Like, Get the broom to, to, be, wow. to be perfectly honest, because wow. I, I do not rate Utah and where they're at this year. That, that Now, I'm not going to go Mavs in four, though, because obviously Luca is out probably for the first two. So Huge shout. I, I certainly think um, the Jazz will get a few games under their belt. I'm still expecting the Dallas Mavericks to get over the top of them in mm-hmm. six. I think um, we're mentioning earlier, if, if the Mavs can at least take one of those first two games without Luka Doncic. They get the split. That's huge. That's a big win for them. Yep. And then I think the run home with Luka Doncic, um, they'll, they'll take those games. So Just shows how good he is, the impact yeah. he has. Uh, Dallas has well been slept on probably. They you are. know, their small yep. ball lineup, what they're doing with Brunson, Dimwitty, who's had a massive, massive resurgence mm. since joining from from over there in uh, the Washington. Wizards. Yep. Um, it's been huge. So, you know, I think Luke is that good as well to pull mm. them to a victory. I've got, the, got it in seven. Mm. And that is just partly due to the fact that he'll be out for ga- games one and two. Yeah. Big series, though. A, a lot hinges on this for both franchises. Like the Mavs, you know, are they ready to take that next step into, you know, championship mm. contender? And for the Jazz... Is this the last roll of the dice? Are they ready to sing their last hurrah? Mm. And potentially, could it be Mitchell? Could it be Gobert? Could it be Quinn Snyder? Could it be two of the above? Well, you know, things yeah. are set to change, I reckon, if they bow out in this first round. I think so. I think the writing's on the wall now for the Utah Jazz. Um, yep. For the Dallas Mavericks, you've got to take some positives out of Luke and not being there. You have to have a silver lining. It's going to be interesting to see who stands up in his absence. Who's the guy in a playoff setting, big game, Yes. Game or two, if he's out for game two, yep. who's going to be the guy who's going to step up and lead that franchise? Who do you reckon? Do you reckon Spencer Dinwiddie's oh. got it in him? Do you think Jalen Brunson? Do you reckon it's more so a team? Done by committee. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say I think Dinwiddie takes over the offensive part of it more so, that offensive load, and Brunson yep. maybe facilitates a little bit more. Mm. Uh, mm. That's a real flip of the coin, though, because you know, yep. it could go either way on that front. But I think somebody needs to kind of, you know, Take that role. Take mm. that lead. You know, have that guy. You know, if it's down in the closing closing minute or two that they're going to give the ball to, yep, yep. he's going to get a bucket. I would say that's Dimwitty. Yeah, uh, I tell you what, going to be a fun, fun, fun series this one. But uh, Mavs, I, I really hope they get through. And I kind of want to see that just for the fact as well. I want to see what happens if the Jazz implode. Yeah, I, think- I want to see that broken up because they've just been perennial underachievers. You know, the last couple of seasons, I had them as the number one seed. Yes. Yep. All in so flat in the playoffs. So I, I think, think that's where the bad the blood started for you and the Utah Jazz, didn't oh, it? I did, mate. It was just high expectations, you know, fairly solid in the regular season. But when like it Philly. matters, like, like Philly, Philly, I Philly. gave them the number one yep. seed multiple years in a row and they fell flat too. So yep. um, once I've been burned, it's hard to get back in my good graces. <laughs> yes, indeed. What, what, indeed. What's the expression? Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. So. Jazz, shame on you. Yeah, is that like right? That. I don't know. That might have been right. the other way around, but that's okay. That's all right. We'll go. We'll yeah. go with that, mate. The last, the last series in the Western Conference. Yep. The Memphis Grizzlies versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. What are your, uh, what are your thoughts on this one? An intriguing series. It is an intriguing series. Um, for me, it, it's a good opportunity for the Memphis Grizzlies to prove that the regular season wasn't a fluke, yes. and to be, you know, coming to the the playoffs and you know show everyone what they've pretty much done so far this season, which is just absolutely dominate, particularly the bad teams as well. And particularly without their star, John Moran, the way they've yep. been able to carry on without him, incredible. Oh, it's been, it has been incredible. Um, Throughout the regular season, this one kind of shocked me a little bit, that the fact that they went even in their four-game series, so they got two each um, this year, the, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies and Timberwolves. Um, but to me, I think the Timberwolves in this playing game that has recently finished, it's almost as if they've used their petrol tickets. Like it's almost <laughs> as if that was their goal. That was their achievement. Let's the big final. get over yeah. the top. Let's get into the playoffs. You've gotten to the playoffs now. Now you're coming up against one of the absolute gun teams in the competition. They're going to come out all, bla- all guns blazing too. I think they will be. I, I think thought that as be. well. And that's yeah. why, you know, 
I wish we had the episode up, but with Lee before, that's where our debate came from because it, it, it just felt so over the top for what they'd achieved. And it felt yep. like they'd almost kind of put in a put a nail in their season because yep. that was like, that was it. That was the pinnacle. Yep, we've done uh, it. They're, they're done. Yep. Absolutely. So so what have you got for this series? Sorry, uh, so got... I, I think Memphis in four for mine. Wait, what? Memphis in four? Yeah, Memphis Oh, in damn. Four. Yep. Did you say that before in our last episode? I can't remember, but if I've, I think I've rethought it and Ooh. I think I'm expecting Memphis to take them out in four. Jesus. I can't remember what I said in yeah, the last episode. Yeah, I know, because that's, that's hit me like a uh, freight train. Memphis in uh, four. I might have said sweet. Timberwolves would have had one, but no, oh, yeah, I, I think okay. Memphis in four now. There you go. Well, I've um I've got a slightly different tune. I think this series could be quite, quite close. Yeah. Likewise, I I, I agree in the in the fact that it felt like a final. Yeah. That that kind of went over the Clippers there, but I, I've got the Grizzlies in seven. I think they're quite like-minded teams, quite similar. Um, you know, they've got young stars each. Mm. You you know, you've got Anthony Edwards, you've got Jar Morant there. Um, I just think it'll be quite an even matchup. Got it in seven, and you know, an upset wouldn't even surprise me really? that greatly. Oh. Um, wow, there you go. See, That's... I I rate I rate like I'm, I rate I'm... what they've done to. I think yeah. this is, this is going to be really telling. I think because as you said, it's a really big opportunity for the Grizzlies mm. to flex some muscle and kind of install some fear in other teams because to you know if if they if this goes deep, even if they lose going into next year, it kind mm. of undoes all the good work they've done over it the does. last season or two. It does. So they really need to flex some muscle and assert themselves as a legitimate contender in the West. And I tell you what, Memphis Grizzlies don't want to have the reputation that Utah have now of mm. having really sort of solid regular seasons, getting into the playoffs and falling short. So yeah. I think it's a good opportunity for them to go, look. That's a one-way ticket to find yourself on top of our shit list, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, if you do that, if you yes. if you perform really well in the regular season and blame out in the playoffs in you know one year, two years in a row, it's yep. a, um, a surefire way to find yourself in a place you don't want to be. No, couldn't agree more. Mate, let's move ahead to the East. We've got some big series in that one as well. Let's start with the number one seed, Miami Heat mm. against the Atlanta Hawks. Um, again, another fascinating series. All eight of these matchups across the East and West. Like, if you really think about it and you kind of look through kind of rose-coloured glasses, mm. you can see it going either way. Mm. Um, mm. This one, though, I've got the Heat in six. I just think they're going to be a little bit too strong yep. just with the top-end talent they've got. But also, you know, if you've got Duncan Robinson, Tyler Harrow coming off the bench, once those rotations short, shorten a little bit... Mm. Um, I think they're going to be a little bit too good. Yeah. Take nothing away from the I Hawks, mean, though. Yeah, you, you can't take anything away from the Hawks. And I don't like it's a 1v8 matchup, but I don't think it doesn't feel like I don't it, think it? the Heat would like to be first in the Atlanta Hawks, particularly with Trey Young in the in the um form that he's in at the moment. Playoff Trey's coming out to play, and that's a scary prospect for the Miami Heat. It's funny because like Two seasons ago, or three seasons, two or three seasons, yeah. one versus eight matchup was like the Bucks against the Magic, and you're like, <laughs> oh, well, put next yeah. through that one. That one is over. Yeah. But and I think it was uh, like there was a series like that, and you could just indefinitely say it's done. But yep. this one as well, like given what the Hawks did last season, the way mm. they're starting to come on this season, like you start to think, ooh, this, this one I'm expecting the Heat to win in six, but yep. I, you know, it shouldn't get to that point if it's a 1v8 matchup, which Good. just goes to show that the Atlanta Hawks should be higher than that eighth seed that they finished in. So, yeah, they might give Any Miami... hope of an upset? Do you give any hope to it? Um, slight bit. Slight bit of hope, but, you know, I think... What would it take? It would take, um, obviously, Trey Young. That's the main the main guy. But the supporting cast around him yeah. as well need to stand up. It, it probably does hurt the fact that Clint Capella's gone down now. Yes. Um, on has so much responsibility on his shoulders from a big man perspective. Matching um, up with Bam, like he's young, he's athletic. Yeah, he can do a job, but I think Bam's just in that next tier. Yes, like, I think that quality will show out. I think so as um, well. But um, the other thing is, I I have I have faith that the Miami Heat core squad will show up. If even if one guy, if Jimmy has an off night shooting, there will be other guys who will stand up. So again, another yeah. team probably not talking. Being talked about enough, mm. you know. You look to the east, a lot of talk around the Celtics, around the Nets, yes, around the Bucks, around Philly. But the Heat, they were the number one seed. Yeah, they are a good, good team, a good franchise. They're well organized. So uh, don't be surprised to see them going deep. They've been there, done that a few years ago, making all the way to the finals in the bubble. I mean, they know what it, feels it takes. God damn, it feels like a lifetime oh, ago. An eternity, doesn't it? doesn't it? Tell you what, uh, a couple of years ago, in a few weeks' time, we would have been winning a chip. 
Lakers oh, fans amazing. winning a chip, and now we didn't even make the play. In. That might, that actually must suck. For you. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bit of pill to swallow. Oh yeah, it is. But um, looking forward to that series. Another series I am eagerly anticipating. Yes, the matchup between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Toronto Raptors. Yep. Ooh, oh, what look, have you got for this one, mate? Oh, this is huge. Yeah, I this think, is a fun, fun. This might be probably my most eagerly anticipated series. Me too. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. Um, I think the odds-on favorite will probably be Philly. I think it'd be Philly. But the bookies would have Philly. I'm going with Toronto in seven. Um, I Philadelphia for the last I don't know how long it would have had to be like four to five years. I do not trust them come playoffs. Excellent. I don't trust James Harden come playoffs. And Notorious underachiever. They are. Yes, he is. He is. Um, and then the fact that Matisse Thibault is also out for, what's he out for? Games three and, three and four. four. Yep. Um, and seven. And seven if it, if it goes there. Oh, no, six. Sorry, should I six? say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah six, that's right. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Um, you know, that's that's massive for mine. It's, it's one of those things that I think I just have more faith in Toronto standing up, um, you know, more often than Philly doing that series. And, and the other thing that we're mentioning um, earlier is I wonder how this series would have been panning out if they didn't make that trade for James Harden. They're looking very thin, as we mentioned. looking shaky with the way Harden's playing. Looking the way shaky he's settled with him into playing. this team. Uh, who knows? He could come out and prove us wrong just quickly. Mm. I've got the Raptors in seven as well. Yep, good. But the way he's settled in this last month or two, it's not befitting of a team that looks destined for the finals. No. And I agree. As we said before, you know, they gave up Andre Drummond. Mm. They gave up Seth Curry. Mm. They gave up, who was the other person? Obviously Ben. Yeah, but well, yeah, Ben yeah, Simmons yeah, as well. Yeah. But they just look, they look thin. They, they look, look shallow, thin. especially in the, I think the big key telling point is going to be is what happens when MB's off the mm. court. Mm. Uh, when he's off the court, they are getting hammered. Uh, he's going to play probably 38 to 40 minutes a night. Yeah. But in those eight to 10 minutes when he's off, who's going to keep the ship afloat? Well, DeAndre Jordan is the backup, which He's averaged four points this year, and he's just not like flat out just not going to be the offensive option. He's a locker room guy. He's almost in this phase of his career like a Udonis Haslam. He's not there for anything else but to be a locker room presence, a veteran leader. Like veteran leader, Mm. Uh, he's not offering anything in terms of on court value. So it doesn't bode well for them, especially when you've got you know precious Achua, a guy who is just out and out energy off the bench, a young guy who plays with his heart in his sleeve. They've got some really long-rangey just plays. You look at OJ Ananobi, Siakam. You know, you've got Fred Van Vliet as well who can light it up. A yeah, team, might Gary I Trent. just say, Gary, Gary Trent, yeah. what an absolute – I tell you what, I reckon they look the winner out of that trade with the Clippers, yeah. the Norman Power trade. Yeah, yeah Jay. Like They look like big winners coming out of that. Just due uh, to the fact also that Norman Power has been injured as well. So, you know, like far out – Gary Trent Jr. Like, oh, sorry, Portland. I, was, I say the Clippers. I said Clippers because Norman's there now, but it was, now, it was but with yeah, Portland. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But, um, yeah, Gary Trent, even though he can be a streaky shooter, like when he's on, um, he they, on. they look electric, yeah. that team as a whole. Scotty Barnes, I'm, I'm interested to see how Scotty Barnes steps up in the playoffs. Yes. I don't think many people would have been expecting, including Scotty, expecting the Toronto Raptors to make the playoffs again so quickly. We'll shout talk. out to them, hey. Yeah, shout out to the Raptors, out. a team that we kind of dismiss. And a lot of people out there, I know I had them probably 13th, 14th seed. Yep, yep, they have just gone about their business. Once they got rid of Lowry, you know, Dragic as well, it looked as if they were set to kind of, you know, rebuild. And no one could begrudge them for that. No. no. Uh, they have just, they are such a well-run organisation. You know, everything they do is so just to the button. It and is. the way they've gone about winning, they just play hard every night. They're getting contributions out of everyone. And they've just kind of snuck under the radar getting these rings. Getting yep. these wins, getting yep. these wins, they tally up, and they've found themselves in a real position to probably get out of the first round now. And in yeah, in both of our minds, likely to get out of this first round. So that Matisse Thibault point is huge. So mm, I'm yeah, really like, excited for this series. A lot going on there. There is, there is. Hey, let's move ahead. Series. Let's go to the Bucks and the Bulls. Probably don't need to spend too long on this one. I've got the Bucks winning four mm. one. Uh, again, similar to the uh, the Sun series there against the Pelicans. I think the Bulls are good enough for one win, mm. but I don't think it's going to be that close a series. No. Um, I think DeRozan, Levine, in particular DeRozan, good enough to get you one win. Mm. Good enough to get you one win, but I think uh, the Bucks, dominant powerhouse, just rolling at the minute. The reigning champs, Giannis, oh. I would hate to be coming up against him at the minute. Oh. Like he's, he's, he's unstoppable at the best of times, but against the Chicago Bulls, I based think Based on the last month or two, he yep. would be MVP favourite. The way he's been playing... Oh, absolutely. God damn. Yeah, he's 
Yeah, I mean, likewise for me. I, I except I think um, get the brooms out. I think it's going get to be get the a brooms screw. out. And um, for any, zip. I mean, Ooh. for anyone who thinks that the Bulls might have a chance of getting over the top of the Bucks, stay off the damn weed. Couldn't yeah, agree more. Man, soon, Apex mate. is staying off the damn weed. Do you reckon, <laughs> he, do you reckon he's backing him in, mate? We'd love to hear from you. Do you reckon there are a chance? I'm giving you one win out of sympathy, almost, but uh, I think the Bucks. We'll flex their muscle here. They, they, they are. They will. They are a good team. I think. Good, I think even team. Bulls fans know it. To be honest, yeah. With you. And it's you know with Lonzo Ball, it's it might get you another win. Yeah. Um, but Still they're, not they're just not quite there. No. Vooch has been poor this season. They're just a little bit off the mark. They're in that kind of second to third tier, maybe second tier, mm. but they're not in that top tier in the East. No. So, but fair play to them. Great fair season. Them. Great, Great season. season. Falling off in the tail end, yep. but uh, take nothing away from them. Let's go to maybe you could argue the biggest matchup in the East, the two seed Boston Celtics against the mm. seven seed Brooklyn Nets. You wouldn't think at the start of the season we would be saying the Brooklyn Nets <laughs> seven seed, but and, here we are. And I tell you what, after the Celtics start to the season, you wouldn't think oh. we'd be saying Boston Celtics at the two seed. Unbelievable! There, what a what a second half of the season we for all money had written them off. We did. We were we were bashing them every episode. Now, I, I take any chance I can get to kind of bash <laughs> on you and bash on the Celtics. Yes, yeah. But it was kind of justified. Oh, it was absolutely justified. But and what's me, turned it around, bro? It's just been the defense, Nick. It's been the defense <laughs> massively off the back of uh, Marcus Smart, who personally, with my green glasses on or off, I think he's winning depoy this year. He's having a look. Is there a yeah. green tinge in the oh, lenses there? Yeah, look closely. Yeah. Um, but I think so. Um, obviously, Rob Williams' injury hurts. It does. It does. Like we, we would much prefer him to be there. But you look at the Nets roster and, look, it hurts, but they don't have one of those big men at the centre position that needs Rob Williams' attention. They don't have an eight and they don't no. have a, like a go bear who can just monster you in there. So in that aspect, I think, you know, it, it hurts, but it's not going to be the difference. I'm taking the Celtics in seven. Oh, okay. I'm going to go the reverse of that. I've got the Nets in seven, mm. but I oh, I just said before, I think with Philly and uh, Toronto series is the most eagerly anticipated. This one, uh, I might have to change and say this one is because this <laughs> yeah, is going to be is. an absolute war. Yep. The way KD and Kyrie, Kyrie in particular playing at the moment, the way he's, his efficiency is just through the roof. Oh, massive. It's just unbelievable his his ability from inside, his ability from outside, and the way KD is just finding players, mm. his assisting, like his assists have been through the roof as of late. Uh, I tell you what, like this, it doesn't feel as if this series is going to go less than seven. Like this is going all the way. And this could be a real moment of ascension, I think, for Jason Tatum. In particular, yep. Jalen Brown, for as good as he is, feels as if Tatum's asserted himself as that number one guy. Like this could be one of those moments that we look back and think, Okay, that's kind of the torch potentially passing. Well, it's interesting, isn't it, as well, though, because we look at KD and we look at Kyrie and they've had their miles in the playoffs. They've done their work in the playoffs. They've got Big it time. done at the, at the highest level. We look at Jace Tatum, we look at JB, we look at the rest of the Celtics squad, and this is their time to really get themselves into that into that same bracket, particularly the, the two superstars in yeah. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. It's time for them to step up. It's time, I think, that... The Celtics would probably be odds-on favourite, I would say, even Ooh, though yeah. it's going to be a close one. I, th I think the Celtics would probably be the favourite, um, and I think they need to live up to that. I think they yes. know that people expect them um, to win. Um, yep. So I think, I, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And they need to play like it, like because probably the last couple of seasons, and especially when they made those conference, was it semifinals they made? or mm. They did make a conference final finals. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they were the underdogs. Mm. They were that young team on the rise. But now they're established. This yep. team is – they've been at it the last few years. As you said, they need to start living up and looking like winners mm. and mm -hmm. not playing to that underdog card. No. Um, so I agree with you there wholeheartedly. Tell you what, this is going to be some series. Oh, some, geez. some series. I tell you what. Oh, I mean, so you, I, got, you got Celtics in seven. I got Nets in seven. It's going seven, though, isn't it? It is going seven. It has to go seven or else it's going to be a disappointment. Let's be Bode, honest. Bodes well for all the other franchises out there, though, given that this is probably going to go deep. It's going to be physical. It's, you know, it's going to be playing for every possession. Mm. You know, the Bucks probably going to, we think, take pretty light work of the, you know, mm. the, the Bulls there. Mm. You know, these uh, these playoff games, the miles add up. So deep in these uh, these playoff series and then second, third round, 
could uh, could come into play there. So whichever team comes out of this one, they're probably going to be uh, not at a hundred percent. So just to confirm, though, Nick, you don't think there will be any sweeps in in the playoffs in the first round this year? No. Yeah. Well, th- I mean that that Ooh. just that just goes to show yeah, how. Now, now you say, as you say, it, I'm like, oh. But I, 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 don't I mean, it's think not a ridiculous so. thing to say. Um, but in saying that, it's just one of those things that most most playoff series, um, you know, there is at least one sweep. Yeah, I um, think I think that's how good the teams are. Yeah. Even the lower teams, so it's seven, eight seeds. Mm. You know, it's as we said, stupid to think that the seventh seed is the Brooklyn Nets, who went in as the championship favourites pretty comfortably. Yeah. Um, but I think even you know your Pelicans. You know, they're good enough to jag a game Just here or there. Game, yeah. You know, the there's no against the Bucks. There's no Orlando Magics. There's no Detroit, Detroit. Yes. Um, yep. It's got to be fun, though, guys. Yeah. I tell you what, as we said, this is the most exciting time of the year to be a basketball fan. The playing, phenomenal. Yes. Playoffs, though, dial it up again. Dial it up. Call up Dodo. <laughs> dial it up again. Um, yes. It's going to be yep. phenomenal. We've got eight massive series in store. As we said, with those predictions, guys, hit us up. Let us know where we went right, where we went wrong, mm, especially our man Apex. I know he's going to have something to say about <laughs> that with the Bulls there. But, um, guys, we love it. Big, big stuff coming this week. St- be sure to stay up to date with all of our socials, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. We're going to keep the action flowing. We're going to keep the up- updates flowing. As we said, big week, NBA, NBL playoffs just around the corner as well. Key thing, though, that code right there, down in the link, in the bio, Dribble20. What do you get, Rose? 20% off free shipping. You can't really ask for more, can you? Manscaped.com.au. Guys, we look forward to talking to you next week. Till then, enjoy the playoffs. Love you, bye.